Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Happy Monday, Edwin. Happy Monday, Andrew. Ooh, we're back in the saddle today. We are moving right along, work schedule, getting back in order after the wonderful holidays. Uh, the, the Christmas holiday one week, the New Year's holiday last week, and I know. now it's just work. work I know. Week, we, work we week. Oh, wait a minute, though. It's Elvis Presley's birthday. January 8th is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Which means it's also my buddy Max Dawson's birthday, so if he happens to be listening, happy birthday. I also know that uh, here locally, Hillsborough County, Pasco County, the kids are going back to school today. Ooh. People are going back to school today and tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that really is back in the in the swing of things, <laughs> isn't it? Back in the saddle. <laughs> well, let's get back in the saddle with John moving into John 18, and since I normally read the entire chapter from the ESV, I want to let you do it from the New King James this year, uh, this week. <laughs> Maybe this year. We'll see. Let's, uh, you know what? It sounds like a bit of an audition to see if I get to do this the rest <laughs> of the year. So I'm going to do my best. All right. So John 18, New King James Version. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place. For Jesus often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops, and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way. The, the saying might be fulfilled, which he spoke of those whom you gave me. I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Then the detachment of troops and the captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. And they led him away to Annas first, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who kept the door said to Peter, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and the officers who had made a fire of coals stood there, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves, and Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple where the Jews always meet, and in secret I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Indeed, they know what I said. 
And when he had said these things to one of the one of the officers who stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus answered him, if I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Therefore they said to him, you are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of him whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium, and it was early morning. But they themselves did not go into the praetorium, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If he were an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to them, You take him and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what death he would die. Then Pilate entered the praetorium, called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking of for yourself about this, or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Do you therefore want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all cried again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Fantastic, fantastic. Appreciate that reading. Kind of a lengthy chapter, so we'll only be able to read it all the way through once this week. But uh, it was good to hear all of that <clears throat> together as we kick off these discussions. I have been reading a book that was uh, given to me for the holidays called The Character of Jesus by a guy named Charles Edward Jefferson. And it's a good book. It's a mm -hmm. really good book. I'm really enjoying it. But he takes a look at various aspects of Jesus. But he does it. It's, it's kind of a unique approach. It, it's not just like, okay, here's this verse and here's this character trait that we all know about and let's talk about it. He, uh, it's, it's kind of like banking off the notion that uh, from the heart, so the okay. man speaks, you know, okay. what comes out of the mouth is from the overflow of the heart. So it's a lot of, let's take a look at what Jesus says and what does that say about his character? It's really where it's been helping me the most is, is as I'm reading these gospel accounts, listening to what Jesus says and how he interacts with people, picking up on that character aspect of okay. Jesus just a little okay. bit more, maybe maybe in different ways than I have in the past. So it's been very helpful. And it, it really, as I was going through this chapter, it caused me to pick up on a statement that Jesus makes while he's in his trial. That, that's why I'm telling you all this. Oh, okay. It's a long way around the barn to get in the front door there. But uh, uh, there, there's the statement that Jesus makes smack in the middle of this trial that, that hits me. Oh, this is one of those out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that's the... the, the the priest asks him, 
about his teaching okay. and about his disciples. And Jesus responds to that. I'm, I'm now in, in, in chapter 18, 20. verse 20. Okay. I have spoken openly to the world. I've always taught in synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. Okay. I have said nothing in secret. It occurred to me as I'm just listening to Jesus say this, how freeing it is to have always been sincere, honest, truthful, consistent, so that when I'm standing on trial, I don't have to be afraid who they're going to bring in as a, as a witness. Mm-hmm. He says, look, go, go talk to the people I taught. You ask them the things I said. I've not ever been worried about hiding the things that I say or the things that I teach or the things that I believe. What, how freeing is that? Well, and as you highlight that, it reminds me um, one of the aspects of all this that I think it's, uh, I know Mark does it, maybe Matthew also, that they would try to bring false witnesses in to accuse Jesus of this and that. And none of their stories matched up. Yeah. And so what you have is John's detail where Jesus is saying, produce, produce the witnesses, produce the charges, produce the error. Yeah. I, I have lived publicly. And and when they tried to do it, they couldn't do yeah. it. They couldn't do it. I, now, I, the thing I, I don't want us to take from this, this is not Jesus gushed everything he ever thought out in the public sphere. That, I mean, that's he not didn't the issue. take pictures of his lunch and put it on Facebook so <laughs> no, people didn't. could chronicle every detail of yeah. his every day? Yeah, his point here is not, I gushed everything out for everyone to hear. His point is, I've always lived consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did not, when it came to teaching, I taught publicly, and I taught the same thing in public as I taught in private. There's no hypocrisy. It's absolute sincerity. When I talked about people I and whatever I said about those people— I'm okay for that to come out in yeah. the public sphere if yeah. you want to bring it. And that, to me, what a fantastic thing. One of the things that I've been learning, and again, it's, it's ridiculous. I've been a Christian for who knows how many years, but over the past few years, picturing it in this way, that Jesus, of all people throughout human history, knows how to live this life. Mm-hmm. Jesus knows the best way, not not just how to, quote, go to church. He doesn't just know the best way about how to worship, but he knows how to live in this world. Okay. And what we find Jesus doing is living with an absolute, utter honesty, truthfulness, loyalty, sincerity, and love so that he gets brought up on trial and he does not have to worry that some secret thing is going to be brought out. Yeah. He doesn't. He, and and I, I have to tell you, I'm not there. If I got brought up on trial, there might be some witnesses throughout my life that I'm afraid might be found and brought in. And, it, you know, there there are things that I worry about. I shouldn't have said that to this brother over here, because if he ever turns on me and tells that brother over there, it's going to look bad for me mm-hmm. and I'm going to be upset about it. I shouldn't have shouldn't have said this to this sister yeah. over here, because if she ever gets up and tells that brother or sister over there, I'm going to be in right, trouble. Right. And, you know, Jesus didn't he didn't have to do that. I think the the beauty of this is that we come along to this point in the account and we have had the benefit of reading the gospel. Yeah. Right. And so things that Jesus had done in secret or said in secret, part of the work of the apostles was whatever he had begun in secret, they were going to go shout from the housetops. So we have seen this beautiful consistency, but you're right in that moment. And at that time, quiet things were still quiet. Yeah. Hidden things were still somewhat hidden because the apostles hadn't gone around broadcasting it all. Which makes it even the more powerful. Hey, look, I'm a public person. I've taught in public. 
have the people come forward and tell you what I've done. But if they brought in Peter or Andrew or James and John and said, tell us what he taught, Jesus would say the same thing. He didn't have to be afraid. If yeah. they found Mary Magdalene and brought her in, he was not afraid that something untoward was going to come out. He wasn't afraid that there was going to be some hypocrisy. He wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. He had he had lived with that honesty, that loyalty, that sincerity, that truthfulness, and that love that allowed him to be free in that moment to just say, I, okay, you guys are upset. Now, here, here's the thing that we do need to understand. That honesty, that loyalty, that sincerity did not pave the way for him to escape the cross. No, if, it did if not. what we're hoping is to find the means by which folks won't hate us, well, this is not going to help. Right. But this is the means to live like Jesus. And I, I have to tell you, to me, I would prefer the freedom of you're talking to me and I don't have to be worried what you're going to find out about me from anybody else. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know something about how I behaved here or there or what I said at this time or at that time to this person or that person, uh, and just to have that freedom of saying, yeah, go talk to him. I don't care. Bring him, bring him forward. It's not going to bother me, man. That is an incredible freedom. That's, that's a freedom that brings happiness, that brings simplicity, that brings joy. Now somebody may lie about me and I may still get in trouble because they lie about me. And that's exactly what happened with Jesus. But whatever payoff I got those times that I lied, whatever payoff I got those times that I gossiped or slandered, whatever payoff those times that I allowed my frustration at somebody to cause me to belittle them behind their back, and I've done all of those things. I regret it. I'm not trying to brag about that. I'm just saying I have. I've done whatever payoff I got in those moments. Man, the freedom that Jesus demonstrates here on this trial, mm-hmm. that is so much greater freedom yeah. and payoff than those moments that I remember where I where I fell short on that. Well, and it just makes Jesus so special because, yeah. you know, when, when we think about people who want to be leaders in our country, leaders in politics, and they start going in the background and, you know, you, you're just waiting for it. You're just waiting for the shoe to drop. You know, yeah. what awful scandal is going to come out. Yeah. And, and invariably something always does. Yeah. But with Jesus, nothing bad ever came out. Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. I've already fallen short of that. But you know what? Well, today, yeah. today I can say I'm, I'm going to be day, like Jesus. I got a new day. I'm going to be like Jesus Amen. today. Amen. And I, I'm going to pursue this kind of freedom. Why don't you wrap us up with prayer, brother? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the gift of today. Thank you for the example of Jesus Christ in all things. Truly, Father, that he has given us steps that we are to follow And may we follow in his steps. We pray, Father, that uh, we might take this lesson about being honest and sincere, transparent and loyal, and being the same person publicly that we are privately. Father, that we might always be light and glorify you, whether publicly or privately. We know we fail in many ways, Father, and, and this can certainly be one of them, but we pray that we might repent and start afresh this day to serve you consistently and with integrity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.